0: $1,936.14. I needed to manifest that within 10 days so that I could be able to afford tickets to fly to my mission where I was sent uh, with the ministry I was with. And I'd like to tell you the story and how that happened on less than $20 non-guaranteed stipend each week.
1: Wow. Welcome to Uplift Inspiring Stories to Uplift the World. I am Gemma Serenity Gorokov, your host, and today we have the miraculous story
0: of Marcy McCary. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. So I was a part of a Christian ministry. We did theater, and I was newly married. And the it wasn't um, the pay rate was non guaranteed stipend. So sometimes you made something, sometimes you made nothing, but the non guaranteed stipend rate was twenty dollars a week. And we were told that in order to be sent where we believed we were being called, which was South Africa, we would need to be able to come up with $1,936.14 for the both of us. So we were given permission to perform two-person plays um, to whatever churches would have us in exchange for what's called a love offering, where they just take up a random offering, people give what they can, and whatever's in the offering plate is what you're given. So my husband at the time and I were driving around multiple cities looking for something to be able to do this um, and then be able to put the love offering toward what we needed. And we found this very small, very run down kind of apostolic church in the middle of a downtown city. I can't remember what city, might've been Philadelphia. And uh, we went in, it was like a service on a Wednesday night. It was a very random sort of day to have um, people in. And we saw that they were open. So we went in, we found the pastor. We told him who we were. We told him what we were looking to provide for the evening in exchange for a love offering. He was very receptive. And um, we waited for the church to fill up and only eight people came plus the pastor, nine people in the whole church. (laughs) So we were um, not excited about what that was going to do to help our goal, but we were there to also serve. So we did what we came to do. We provided them with some plays on a theme that we were given and the, um, the congregation was very touched. So um, church service ended and they took the love offering and then they took it back into the office where the treasurer was counting. And we get called in by the pastor, which is unusual. Usually they just give you an envelope and say, God bless them. Then you leave. <laughs> so we went into the back office and he said, so, you know, we did take a love offering. Um, and but God really, really put on my heart that we needed to, to do more. This was a do more situation. So I talked to the treasurer And we've decided to write you a check um, for an amount that we believe is what God is calling us to give you. And so I, you know, was like, okay, great. Thinking it might be five hundred dollars, six hundred dollars. It's kind of excited about something toward the amount. He hands us the envelope and he's like, have a look at it. So we open the envelope and the check is for one thousand nine hundred thirty six dollars and fourteen cents. And I turned and looked at my husband at the time and I said, did you tell him? And he said, no, did you? I said, no, it was the exact amount to the penny that we needed to get the airplane tickets to fly ourselves to South Africa and start what we came to do. So, yeah, it was a pretty amazing moment. That
1: is is (laughs) crazy amazing. Yeah. I mean, when you think about such a perfect manifestation, such an amazing miracle,
0: so much precision right And in an unexpected place it's in an unexpected place right so one of the things that i think is really valuable about these kinds of stories is that when you're in the flow the logistics don't matter right i mean we would have expected that from a congregation of 600 people but we did not expect that in a congregation of eight people In a rundown church in the inner city in a not nice part of town. That was just not something that was in our purview, but we were in the flow. We were doing what we were called to do. We provided our best, even though we didn't know what we would receive in return. And I think that the universe really was showing us that what you see is never what you can get, right? Like don't judge, don't judge a book by its cover. Don't judge a situation by the way it looks because if you're manifesting, none of the tangibles that you're looking at actually matter. So yeah, it's a great story.
1: I think think you are exactly right in your understanding of this miracle because when it said, ask as if you have already received which is the magic of manifestation. This is exactly how it works. Correct. You have believed so much in yourself with your, at that time, husband, that $1,936.14 was the amount you would put together towards a ticket to continue your mission, continue to receive $20 a week Yes. As a stipend, plus, of course, food and lodging and things like that, because that sure. was provided. But to actually be able to do that, knowing that you wouldn't do that on your own, mm-hmm. not in 15 days.
0: No. And the other thing is that we, you know, a lot of people like to say that manifestation is a direct result of the effort that you're putting in. And I think that there is some truth to the fact that you can't just sit in a chair and manifest something out of thin air. You do have to be in motion. But I also think that we did what we were supposed to do. We came, we provided the service we were requested that we had to offer, right? Like we, we did our very best. We offered our best, even though um, we knew that what we were offering was not a fair exchange for that much money. I mean, it was a 15 minute spot in the middle of a service, right? Like we, but we still did what we were told to do. And so we did what we, what the universe had us do. And I think that it's important to remember that if you do the part that you're called to do, even if it doesn't seem in, in sort of fairness from what you're asking, that's not how the universe works. You put yourself in motion, the universe will respond.
1: Yeah, exactly. In French, we say "Aide toi et le ciel t'aidera," which means "Help yourself, and heaven will help you."
0: Oh, I love that! That's excellent.
1: And that is true because you put yourself in motion, even though you don't know the logistics of it. Mm-hmm. And before you know it, it has happened. Yes, yes. But you have to keep on believing and imprinting your consciousness with the actual result you dream of correct that that cannot stop you you cannot doubt yourself and you that's where
0: that's the faith part exactly wow
1: now i know you have another miraculous story (laughs) that was also like i mean how things are aligned suddenly but just unfold in front of you Mm -hmm. so
0: yes so we lived home to home it was a life of faith we were in south africa at the time and i was very pregnant i think it was about Eight months pregnant, and um, we went into the city where we expected to have a church be hosting us for the next few nights, um, and we would be doing um, a program with them. And the church was unresponsive; they weren't answering their phone. There was nobody. Nobody had been in contact with us the couple of days prior. We had no no idea where to go. So we stopped at this sort of, sort of like a plaza, like a shopping plaza, but it has a covered hallway on the outside of the plaza. And um, we were there and we were on the payphone because back then we didn't have cell phones. <laughs> so we were on the payphone making calls to see if we could find a place to lodge for the evening. And um, there were four of us and um, we didn't have the room in our vehicle to sleep. So um, being very pregnant and wanting a bed, <laughs> we, were, we were trying very hard to find a place to sleep, even a floor um, of a church, but nobody was responding. And I turned to my team and I said, I feel like I need to go in that ice cream shop over there. And they kind of all chuckled like, yeah, I'm sure you do. Go in an ice cream shop, pregnant lady, you know? And I said, yeah, just going to go in there. So I walked in there and talked to the person behind the counter. He was a very nice man. He was like, well, I don't have any place I can put you up, but let me call my pastor and see if maybe he has, you know, connections. So he called and told them who we were, the company we were, ser- we were with, they're serving. And he said he'll call back in a little bit. So I'm sitting there at a table um, and in walks a couple and I looked at them and the gentleman serving the ice cream said, oh, Chris and Christine, how are you? And I was like, you know, just smiling, being friendly. And and they said, oh, we're great. How are you? They chatted for a minute. And he said, this is Marcy and she's with this particular company and um, the ministry. And um, they're looking for a place to stay. So she's just sort of hanging out with us for a minute. And Kristen and Christine turned and looked at me and said, we hosted your ministries teams for years in Germany. They're like, come home with us. And so, <laughs> so we went and I went out into the hallway and I said, we have a place to stay for the next week with what's called a, um, a super host. They have many years of experience hosting. And like, they're super hosted from Germany and they're going to put us up for the next week. And I'll never forget the look on the faces of the team because I went where I was told to go to get what we needed, but it did not make logical sense. An ice cream shop in the middle of nowhere at you know, eight o'clock at night. you know they, just, they thought it was just sort of a crapshoot, but I just... You know, I've always had that sort of instinct to be led where things don't make sense, but really do in the end. And so, yeah, it was just uh, it was really fascinating. So it was it was great. It was a great connection. And um, I had a really beautiful time with them. So, yeah.
1: That is, it <laughs> that is so blessed. But so when you leave, when you experience a mission and that you are living by faith mm-hmm. with no money, like, like really, really little money yes it's only faith to be hosted by people Mm -hmm. of the congregation yeah and that's what you expect and that's what people know and they know that they're going to actually
0: host the next series of missionaries (laughs) yeah yeah it's it was amazing and in that in this ministry you know i I served for uh, five years a little more than five years and um I have stories upon stories and upon stories of those experiences. And, you know, the, in your other podcast, we discussed some of the negative parts of that particular um, experience, but this part of that experience was very rich and very, um, it really solidified my belief in something that is greater than us and our ability to tap into that, whatever you call it, however you define it. It's really, the best part of being human is to, is to walk between those physical and spiritual lines and to have the ability to connect with this amazing source while also still experiencing all the beauty of being human. So I just, I love that part of, of who we are and what we're experiencing here on earth. It's great.
1: That's fabulous. That's fabulous. Marcy, you are such a blessing to share with us that kind of stories to open up to uplift our spirits. I absolutely love it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you again for having me. You're such a pleasure to chat with. I really looked forward to this from yesterday. So thank you.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's going to be perfect. (laughs) Thank you so, so much.